Welcome, welcome everyone to the On The Mark Unedited Podcast with me, your host, Miss Nina Marquez, and my co-host, Mr. Giovanni LaRue. And Gio is my compadre, my ride or die, my friend. And um, we are here to take you on an unedited journey to living your life on the mark. What does that mean, Gio? Living your life on the mark. Living your life with the most truth and integrity that you possibly can and and setting your goals targeting it and going there with, with no distractions. Right, and, and when we say distractions, we're talking about maybe the opinions of other people that are not in alignment with those goals that you have that are empowering you. Mm-hmm. Maybe even your own inner voice, your self-doubt that's also not in alignment with your higher, higher being, mm-hmm. your higher empowerment. And who you're meant to be. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, destiny is all about who you're meant to be. And if you're not who you're meant to be when you get to where you're going, it doesn't fucking matter that you got there, right? Not at all. Right. So that's what this podcast is about. It's where uh, Gen X meets the millennials. (laughs) Millennials, quote-unquote. East meets West. So uh, that's what this is all about. And today we are here to talk to you about leveling up to go in the direction of your light. Tell me what your thoughts are on this episode. Oh, man, I, I, I really do appreciate this episode a lot, just like every episode that we do. Um, but growing towards your light, I think that's one of the main, that main point of it, is leveling up to your light. Because people talk about leveling up all the yeah. time. Yep. But leveling up doing what? You know, the Ciara challenge or what you're really doing? Right, you know? right, right. Um, and leveling up towards your light is a very good detail on that. Thank understanding you. On it. Yeah, because I hear a lot of podcasts. Um, I listen to a lot of them. As mm-hmm. you know, I'm always sending you like snippets. Ooh, listen to this one. Yeah. Um, but I do hear that phrase leveling up. And I did want to be really specific about what are you leveling up towards? I mean, everybody has something they can level up to. Mm-hmm. But what is that leveling up going towards like overall for mm-hmm. them? So for me, I think I really wanted to talk specifically about that in detail because there are three key elements that contribute to leveling up towards your light. Mm. And, and everybody, everybody has them. We all yeah. feature these things in our path. Uh, one of those, the first of those three, is pain. Mm. And pain is power. I mean, it really is. When I say that, I'm talking about taking your traumas and turning those tragic events into something really fucking triumphant. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? I'm really glad you said that. I thought we were going like a dominatrix kind of space in this situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little kinky, but now I'm not into that. <laughs> no, but I agree with you 100% on that. I do believe pain pain is power. It comes in a sense of it, it makes growth happen. When, yeah. Whenever you're in a situation where, you know, something hurts, you know not to do it again. Right. You know, and it's, it, pain is a, is a very great teacher. Yeah, pain as a teacher. Pain I love that. Pain is a very great teacher. It, yeah. it teaches you what you will accept and what you won't. And your body, and not only your body, your mental, will remember that. Lock it in, and it'll tell you, hey, don't do that anymore because this hurts us. Right. You know, whether it's uh, something that at that moment may have been beneficial, you know, like a tattoo or something. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. things aren't exactly what we need, um, but people find a lot of things through pain. I think growth is one of them for sure. For sure, for sure. And that, that growth helps us to level up towards the light or it can help us to level up towards just inner strength towards whatever small goals that we have yeah whether that inner strength is taking you to a weight loss or a weight gain goal you know you're looking to gain mass in the gym you know Mm -hmm. they always say no pain no No gain gain, right 
Um, I don't believe that you have to put yourself in, in harm's way or in tragedy's way to grow, but I do believe that when those things are instituted into your path, that those challenges are there to challenge you and, and like you said, teach you. If you're challenged, you're chosen. Mm. And you've been chosen to do something that that challenge is gonna grow you into to help you accomplish for other people. I mm. believe that. That's and a I've, good way of looking at it. I've, I've really, I've seen that a lot with you in the time that I've known you, like, and, and a lot with myself because we, we know a lot of each other's goings on and like our lives, one of the things that I've noticed is like when we're each having our issues, like being there as a friend for each other, we're not sitting there, well, you need to do this and you need to do that. Yeah. It's, it's like just sitting and, and being present to that in a friendship and saying, wow, that is challenging. Mm -hmm. But like also as a friend looking at, at that person as I look at you and saying inside my spirit, just, just knowing and looking at you with that conviction that you know there's something bigger than this challenge and I know you are the person that's strong enough yeah to take this insurmountable challenge on because you're the only one that can. Because when you get to the other side of it, you've got some inventory to take that you're gonna share with other people. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's Thank you. I think that's one thing that we realize about each other and um, not a lot of people realize about themselves. Right. Um, because yeah. there are a lot of people that go through these problems and you and I know as much as other people know that we're all equipped with mm -hmm. whatever we need for whatever challenge that comes up. Mm -hmm. We're never you know, down a, down a creek up Shit's Creek with no paddle. You know, right. we're not, we always have a Always way. a choice. If we have a hand, we have a paddle, and we know that. You know, there's mm -hmm. some people that they tend to pick up this victim mentality whenever adversity mm -hmm. or pain is yes. thrown, thrown their yes. way. That's where our respect comes from. Usually it's just like, you know, we know we're both well equipped, so it's less about speaking at each other. It's more about reminding each other, like, hey, uh, you know, you need to cut this tree down. You have the saw right in your pocket. You know, you right. have that with you. You have that tool that you yeah. need. Everything is already, maybe some things need to be sharpened. Mm -hmm. You know, which sometimes we forget. We have everything that we need, but sometimes we just need to sharpen these tools in order to use them in the most effective way. Yeah. And sometimes a, a reminder, what we have and who we are is what we really need. And I think that's why it's very important to evaluate, you know, the people that are around you. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. going through hard times, especially going through any situation because of the fact that they're going to do two things. They're going to either help your growth through this, these painful experiences or they're going to hinder Yep, and how they hinder it is through that enabling man. I love that you use the, the phrase victim mindset because that's exactly what happens when you have those friends that are sitting there, girl, or yeah, yeah, man, fuck her, fuck them, or that sucks, and you should feel like that it, like people that are edifying that victimhood that you're expressing in your language, when you're, when you're down in the dumps and somebody's validating staying in that space it's yeah. one thing to to like i said to be present to your friends challenges or your family member or your lover's challenges and say wow you know this is i know this is so difficult but at the same time not even speaking and preaching at them but but like looking into their souls and really connecting with them and engaging with your presence with the understanding and the conviction that this person is so fucking badass mm -hmm. i know they're going to overcome this and on the other side of this, what they're going to discover about themselves is what I already see is there. Yep. And the rest of the world's going to see it as soon as they see it in themselves. And just, just being there and being consistently in, in friendship or family support, whatever the case is, to 
support that. That's yeah. amplifying someone's growth without doing shit, just being. Yes. And you have to be your best to see the best in others. And likewise, you have to be a piece of shit to see that somebody else is shitty and they can't get out of their mm -hmm. shit, right? I, I think you said it to me best one day. The things that we don't like about other people is the things that we don't like about ourselves. It's true. Yeah, because you got to be it to see it. Exactly. You, whoever mm -hmm. smelt it, dealt it. You know? <laughs> and, yeah. it's, uh, and it's also where you know, I realized growing up, pity parties. Misery enjoys company. Mm -hmm. And it's very important who you keep around you because there are people, you know, there are times when you go through bad things and things aren't the best and you feel pain and mm -hmm. you feel things that, you know, uncomfortability. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between someone who sits there and goes, yeah, I'm sad too, man. Let's, let's be sad together. Or I'm let's go get too. fucked up. Yeah, or let's go get let's, fucked up. Let's, let's go get this. lit. Or let's go, let's go find some, I mean, this is just being honest. This is the girl's. Let's go find some guys to hook up with. You know, I mean, like, yeah, seriously, like, it's, let's go out to the club. Let's go hook up, you know? And that's, that's one of the things that, you know, they, they're enablers, like you said. Yeah. They're enablers. And then there's people who can be present with your problem and go, mm -hmm. yes, this is a problem. And it becomes a situation where there's a different type of person who understands that pain, who has mm -hmm. been through those things, who has felt pain. It's not exactly what you've gone through, but have felt where you're uncomfortable and felt that pain. They can tell you. Listen, it's okay for you to feel that way. Yes, yes. But, and I usually don't like the word but because it usually contradicts what you're, what the next thing you're saying. <laughs> yeah. But this is a good contradiction for me. Yes, right. pain is something that happens, but there's growth that comes from it. Yeah. Don't focus on how bad it's hurting you right mm -hmm. now. Let's focus on how good it's going to feel when you get out of it. Yes. Let's not sit here for too long. Let's start moving because the best way to end procrastination is to just do it. Yeah, I mean, seriously, even if you get up and you fall on your face, mm -hmm. the fact that you got up and moved is something. You and if you forward. fall on your face, yeah, you fell forward, but you still have to push yourself back up. You're not just going to lay there and mm -hmm. just be limp. It, it, it's just the movement. And, and I loved that you said, because um, this leads back to the point that I said earlier about, about pain, is not about invalidating someone's pain and saying, oh, stop staying there. Don't feel that. Yeah. You know, you're this and this and this. It's not about preaching at somebody. It's about recognizing, you know what? I get it, man. Mm -hmm. It's fucking hard. It's fucking hard, and and I feel you, and I love you so much, and I promise I will be here as a friend, as a family support, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. I will be here to hold your hand as you discover yourself through this challenge because I know that when the pain goes away, as you stay through it, as you stay the course, mm -hmm. I know what you're made of. I fucking know what you're made of, and to, to have that kind of conviction when you're talking to your friends or when friends are talking to you for them to have that conviction with you that's how to your point it comes back to evaluating the people that you're around mm -hmm. are they are they like for instance I'll use a personal example when I was going through my divorce and women and men but women mostly I think are notorious for when you know because when we go through divorces let's face it is usually because we got cheated on or lied to or he fucked up somehow so you know there's a lot of us who yeah we have the right to be pissed but how much is that actually helping us you know what i'm saying how much is that contributing to our our strength in that situation how much is that going to make me a better mother how much is that forward there? progress how much is that is actual forward progress yeah i mean if if you're telling me as my girl or, or one of my homeboys like oh you know he's a piece of shit and he's this that and the other I'm, I'm trying to figure out now looking back on those times in my life when i was going through the divorce how the fuck even now how the fuck is that contributing to me why are you sitting up here talking to me about my 
soon to be ex at that time and totally an ex now. Why, why is his name even coming off your lips for you to talk shit on him? How is that helping me get stronger as a woman, as a mother? How is that helping me impact my children? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you're being, you know, lied to and deceived or, or abandoned in a marriage, that's really when there's children involved, who matters is the kids. So how the fuck is all your like, oh, he's an asshole. How is that actually helping me help them? They get to relive that time that they were hurt. Mm-hmm. They get, and again, it's that, it's really that term is so strong because we, we are a tribe type of species. Mm-hmm. We enjoy being around each other no matter what. Look at the clusters of the world, look where we live. Mm-hmm. It's all clustered together because we are a species that needs each other. So mm-hmm. misery is one of those things that we yeah. tend to connect with people with. Yeah. And it's horrible. I, I, I do believe sometimes it's not the best way to connect with somebody is yeah. through misery because it is such a self-inflicting gun wound. Yeah, And it's kind of like, oh, you have a bullet hole. Let me stick my finger in there. And you stick your finger in my bullet hole. And it's weird. It's a, it, The way I just said it, it sounds weird. <laughs> I like that analogy, though. But that is, is weird. But that's like a, very, that's a good I, analogy. The that's visual good. of that's that solid. should make you kind of cringe. Yeah. Well, even in it, Friends. It, but that's what I'm saying. Like the visual yeah. of that should make you cringe because it is that. When you're, when you're looking mm-hmm. at somebody and they're hurt and they're in pain and you instead of telling them, hey, you can get through this because you've been through the same pain. But you let you yet wallow in it. It's that same principle of taking mm-hmm. your finger and wiggling it into another gun wound, yeah. because it is not helping. Right, right. It's, it's destructive actually, and it, it it creates a a an environment and a tribe of people who are miserable versus, like you said, someone just evaluating who you who you're around because the people that will uplift you, they're gonna tell you yes, your your emotions are validated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feeling this way is validated. You should feel these ways. For this small amount of time, right? But but keep it moving on the other side of that. Let's let's see what you're made of through this. You move through it to discover what you're made of. Mm-hmm. You don't sit in it and see what you're made of. You move through it gently and and consciously in order to see what you're made of. And to the point of friendship, once again, when you are connecting with people, when you're bonding with people at this low level of like, hey, you know, I felt isolated or I felt like, you know, uh, this person was bad to me or, you know, these people were so awful. When you're connecting with other people that are, oh, I felt so bad with the way that I was treated by these people. Hey, not invalidating that, but when you connect with somebody on that level and that's the way that you're bonding with them, there ain't no rising out of that. You don't rise up together. That's, there, there's no such thing. You meet people like water. It seeks its own level. You meet people at the level that you're at. That's the level they're at. Mm-hmm. And the second you start trying to come up out of that, it's that crab mentality. Yep. You know what happens in a bucket of crabs? Uh-uh. You can't get out of there. Mm-hmm. You can't get out of this thing. We're here. We're in this together. <laughs> yep. Right? Yep. How many people? It's like... And like you're a fucking sellout if you do, right? They condemn you right, for wanting better. Right. That is like, that is the best thing that I heard from you because that's one of the biggest things coming from, you know, a smaller, like an inner city. Yeah. From Jersey City, coming from those places, mm-hmm. you know, uh, fortunately I have a lot, everybody that I've talked to because the way that I carried myself at home versus how I carry myself as out here isn't very different on character base. Mm-hmm. You know, actions have been different, but my character has remained the same. So a lot of people are very happy for me. They knew, you know, I, I've always yeah. told them like, hey, man, 
we're here now, but why not? Why can't we get this? You. Yeah. They're celebrating Why you. can't we have this? You yeah. know, these people got a condo that's whatever. Why can't we have this? Why Why can't we? Why not us? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I learned that really that mentality came from playing football. Um, just not that, oh, I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to go lift. No. I have to wake up at 5 yeah. a.m. to go lift. Same with I, me when I was more, competing. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's like, more, I want to do this. I get to do this. I I'm, I'm a it. fucking champion. Yep. This is what champions do. I am going to get stronger today. I'm going to be stronger than I was yesterday. It's not about that other person or trying to make so-and-so feel this, that, or the other. It's about trying to feel stronger and better than I was yesterday. And it's, learning from that pain. Yeah. Taking yeah. that pain and, and, and moving with it. Because you can sit with the pain and it'll grow and it will hurt more. But, but you can grow if you move through exactly. it. Exactly. Anybody that even lifts, uh, lifts weights or anybody that's worked out ever. You yeah. know, they get the lactic acid, acid build up in their muscles. So the next day you feel really sore. And what do they tell you to do when you have lactic acid? Eat bananas and move again. <laughs> yeah. Start yeah. to move so you can break it down. So are you saying I should eat bananas the next time someone hurts my feelings? Oh, I, I say take as many <laughs> bananas as you want. <laughs> I don't eat bananas too often. Yeah, that's too much sugar you, for you me. You get it. Well, one of, my, one of my weird, one of my funny facts is I, I enjoy banana baby food. I get my potassium from it. I'm not really uh, big on yeah. eating bananas you know in front what? of people. Lady I'm Gaga eats baby food, I heard. Hey, well, me and Lady Gaga, <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. Plus, I get all my nutrition from it. It's good, Gerber. <laughs> plug, plug. Uh, they did not sponsor this episode not, at all. not, not yet <laughs> so that that i i like where we're going with this because we're talking about pain being a teacher mm-hmm. versus being a device for us to wallow in yes we're talking about evaluating the people around us are they contributing to our empowerment or are they digressing away from our empowerment mm-hmm. by distracting us by talking about the bullshit we're going through the people we're going through it with or telling us how bad everyone else is and how good we are when they're not actually helping support the good in us, in right? Exactly. Right. They're feeding the, the the little if you got two sides, they're feeding right? the little red side, little right? whatever you believe in the little, double side, yeah. little stinker, that little stinker, <laughs> little that stinker. little stinky thing. <laughs> that's, a, that's the most proper way I've ever heard anybody <laughs> say that. A little stinker. <laughs> so that that I I like that we're going in that direction. So that brings me to what you do. When you're mm. connecting with people, if you meet people at the level of, it's kind of like not knocking anybody that gets married from meeting at a bar, but met my ex-husband at a bar. There's a reason we ain't together no more. So, <laughs> or eHarmony, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but if you meet somebody in a setting um, of life, because I'm using that as an analogy, but if you meet somebody in a setting of life where you're both at a low, basically, or you're both just seeking something very ephemeral, very temporary, it's really a challenge. You're just setting yourself up for a challenge that's not necessarily a positive one to to work to control the environment of another person's life mm-hmm. to to get them to grow with you. And and it's just you you that happens organically on the basis of each person's own volition. So if you're both here but you're floundering and this and that, but you're both consciously here, eventually, you know, you rise, but if you're both consciously here and that's the connection because you're doing those things like complaining or drinking too much. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't drink. I don't drink, but I mean, if people do drink, um, to the point of excessiveness, they're using it as a form of escapism. That's the best way to know. Like, are you using it as escapism? Are you using whatever you're doing as escapism or are you using it as just being whatever you are? Right. Um, just when you're doing things 
as a form of escapism or a form of distraction from the actual goal of self-empowerment, it's just really important to evaluate those things. Are they contributing to your overall empowerment? Are you really happy with where you're at in life? Like I always say this, man, look, dude, if you want to jack off all day and watch porn and smoke weed, I'm not knocking you. Do you own your house? Go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not knocking you. But I'm saying if you don't own a house, you don't like where you're at with your job, your career, your business, your money, you don't like the car you drive, you complain all the time about your life, what the fuck are you doing watching pornography and getting stoned all day and jerking off? Like, get your shit together first. If you want to do it all day long and you're like, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, who is the guy... Hearst Castle, the, the, the wasn't he like a, an introvert? But it's like sorry, I don't do hey. my, I don't do a lot of research on jerking off all day. And not, you know, that's I'm not, not saying my he did, <laughs> but I'm saying if you if you've accomplished things that that you've built your legacy basically, yeah. and and that's what you want to do as a pastime, knock yourself out. But if you're just doing those things and you have nothing but complaints about your financial life, nothing but complaints about the car you're riding in. Nothing but complaints about your family situation, whether you have kids or you're the kid of. If, speaking of that, if you're still living at home or you even accept a dollar a week from your parents and you're complaining and you're getting stoned and you're out partying and you're out doing dumb shit, uh, you might just want to reevaluate some of the things you're doing. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? For sure. I, but that's another thing where, you know, pain becomes that teacher again mm -hmm. because we know time, no matter what. Time, time erases everything, whether it be pain, right. whether it be happiness, no matter what, time will erase it and build on it, et cetera. Right, right. And um, what people do in those times, whether they are over-obsessing with weed or over-obsessing and jerking <laughs> off or <laughs> pornography, whatever their escape yeah. is, yeah, um, that pain is what delivers them there. Yeah. And as long as they stay there, it's kind of like remedial class. It's like, how long are you going to keep getting left back? How yeah. long are you going to keep being in that classroom Great and sitting point. with that same teacher Great point. and not learning anything and realizing, wow, I am the oldest kid in this I am the I'm still doing this since I was this age or I've yep. been doing I keep doing the same thing and not having a different outcome which is literally the right. definition of insanity once you realize you're insane insane you know yeah. doing these things yeah that's the first thing is is accounting account for it being accountable for it right. once you're accountable for it now you realize it and from there you realize how much this is hurting you mm -hmm. and then you start to learn and the time thing again I don't mean to bring it back to the class but the time thing is very relevant to each individual because it may take someone a little longer to realize these oh, things. Oh, yeah. I'll be the first to admit mm -hmm. that I'm one of those people. Like, at 40, I was just starting to get my shit together and realize, well, maybe I should stop picking these assholeish people to be in my life. Maybe that will help me. Maybe I don't need to accept, like, this <laughs> verbal abuse from people. Yeah. I mean, because here I was. I was, like, the fitness champion in 2008, like, seventh out of 46 countries at the Women's World Championships of my performance. And, and here I'm the single mother of these amazing kids and, um, like, got my shit together with my health and I'm ethical. And, and, man, I just could not stop hanging out with assholes. I mean, people that were verbally abusive or people that were deceitful. Um, people that were manipulative and you know don't make any mistakes and act like you're a victim when that shit happens hey you picked them mm -hmm. right you you, you there's a void that we all have and voids what they need is what is necessary for a void is for it to be filled mm -hmm. and if you allow pain to have a bigger void than your happiness it'll fill yeah. that true because it's, you're asking for it in a way where it's not like 
not in the victim sense where like, hey, you, you went out and you were asking for bad things to happen for you. No, it's the energy that you put out there and what you, the energy that you mm-hmm. put out there can do two things. It can attract certain things and it can thwart those same things. Yeah, it can get those things to push them away from you, deflect yeah. them. Yeah. And it's very important to understand where you're at and understand, again, the people because your environment is very strong about yeah. what you are and what you accept. Yeah. And just even on that note, coming back to it, it's more of just really taking the time, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it, a lot of people don't do it nowadays. It's, yeah. It's something that, you know, when they feel that pain, they feel these things that are happening to them. It's only them. Oh, yeah. So when they find just one other person that says, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it just feeds something in our brain where it's like we're no longer alone. Right, right. And I, I love that you brought that up because just to differentiate, when I say, when you say me too, what I dig is the idea of recognizing with yourself. You have to be clear enough with yourself to recognize and be clear on this distinction that when someone's saying me too, like, wow, that happened to me also and I overcame and here I am. That's a support system. That's what the 12-step programs are. That's what the Me Too movement is about. So I want to be really clear with that. Uh, We're not trying to divert from the idea that there is validity in that fellowshipping. But when it's Me Too, I'm poor me and poor me and and they're so bad and they're so awful and and everything's in this dwindling cycle of, of... I mean, you're basically just urging someone else's devolving versus they're evolving in an episode that's painful. Uh, There's, there's no, there's no life prowess in that. Like, where are you going to go with that? Where are you going to go with that? And so I want to be really distinctive about that point that, that, yeah, it's important to validate where someone's at. And like we said earlier, it's about also saying, Let's keep things moving. Let's keep mm-hmm. things moving versus wallowing in the pain. Yeah. And that, that's so, so important. And I think one of the reasons that a lot of people get turned off to support groups and 12-step programs is because there are a lot of people in those rooms that it's like they're just like there to woe is me, woe is me. And I, I got to a point because I was in SLA and um, EA, Emotions Anonymous, Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous, and um, going to those programs you're listening to people's sad stories. And at first I used to get really irritable, but I found that as I got clearer with myself, I just realized, you know what? God bless that person. There's something stronger in them than this. They're going to find it. And then I just stopped getting irritable about them. Yeah. Um, but I, at the same time, I would connect with people that were more convicted and clear. And I would say, wow, your story was so powerful. Thank you for sharing that you went through those things because I understood I went through those things too. But I loved your cognition in the episodes of those things that you went through. I loved that you that you embraced your your ability to grow through that. Like I connected with those people on that, that level. level. You, you see praised what I'm them for the, the movement forward. And yes. I think that's very important. Yes. I think another thing that's very important is challenging ourselves. Yeah. Every yeah. day. Just yeah. challenging, challenging ourselves. Challenging ourselves versus expecting someone else to yeah. do it for us. Challenging ourselves with, you know, everyday tasks, whether it be stuff like you said, escapism. What are you mm-hmm. what is it that you're doing? Mm-hmm. I, all right, that's what you're doing, so escape these things. Challenge mm-hmm. yourself not to do it. You know? I just uh recently came off a thirty day challenge, you know, of of, you know, getting away from the things that I realized I was doing to get away from my problems, etc. So with that being said, moving forward into it. It's challenge yourself. You know, yeah. we, we tell we tell people all the time, you know, certain, certain mm-hmm. things that we, we should be like, hey, you know, try and do this. You know, yeah. what, what is something that you can share with the people today with something that oh. you try new? Well, definitely. I think I like what you said about challenging yourself. Also, just 
you know, guys, take a look with me and Gio around ourselves and let's just look at the people that are in our daily lives that we're letting get in our ear, that are getting into our head. Do you want somebody renting free space in your head that's giving you more towards your self-doubt or do you want somebody that's renting free space in your head because you invited them in to your living room up here and you guys are fellowshipping and having a, a cause for celebration and empowerment of each other's strength. I mean, th those are the those are the kinds of friendships that I want. Uh, I that's wanna, what that's what I embrace. I, yeah, I don't want to invite somebody to my house to help me paint my living room, and they're just sitting down on their phone all day. Then who's really helping you paint that living room? Right. It's right. realizing you invite a bunch of people to help you move or paint your living room, and you see which ones are actually doing the work. Right. And are helping you out. And and, and, and you go to their houses and do the same thing. And that's can, that's what's dope. And about find it. out what type of person you are. Are you the one that's sitting around, or are you the one helping paint the wall? Yeah. Yeah. A self evaluation is important. Mm -hmm. Important too. And then on top of that, just looking at the things we're doing throughout the day, you know. How is my first 10 minutes of my day? That's a good way to start. How are the first 10 minutes of my day starting out? Am I looking at my phone and just getting caught up on um, CNN.com or looking at the chive or Bullshit. checking out Instagram? Or am I, am, I, am I leaving my phone off to the side and thinking to myself, everything I have to be grateful for. Evaluate those little habits. The first 10 minutes of the day, you know, are you drinking water throughout the day? You know, are you keeping yourself cleansed? And yes, we are. Um, yum, <laughs> you know, uh, just cleansed, you know, I use that as an analogy. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, are you, are you taking in consuming material that are helping you gain more clarity with yourself and more clarity toward that vision that you have for your life? Are you contributing or are you taking away? Every choice is a chance to either challenge yourself into growth and gain more clarity and conviction, or it's a chance to just waste your time. Maybe doesn't seem like it's hurting you, but after enough times of you making that choice to just waste your time, just fuck off whatever it is that you have the opportunity to do, where is that going to go? Where are your energies going to go? Mm -hmm. And and what do you think is going to happen after habituating yourself to those choices and just evaluating those choices throughout the day? It's like. Hey. Even evaluating this podcast, I really enjoyed this one today. This one was Thank a good you. one. I, I like you. all the points that we hit. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Ed, you keep it flowing. You did mm -hmm. good. You did good. Um, that all being said, I think um, I think next week we are going to be doing a, a drawing, mm. a giveaway of an unedited T-shirt. And next week, Gio is going to be wearing an unedited T-shirt. And I, of course, will always be in my signature on the Mark jumpsuit. We'll be doing giveaways for that soon. But right now, if you actually subscribe and rate mm. on at least two of our platforms, yep. we're going to be on YouTube with these episodes that are visual, as well as Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Like I said, subscribe rate and if you want to comment and share that's all all the more bonus anybody who does subscribe and rate us will be entered into a drawing mm -hmm. which we will be drawing a name out of a little bowl or jar or something probably a flower pot next week <laughs> <laughs> and we will be giving you unedited t-shirt for <laughs> you from us subscribe like rate comment anything you need to do <laughs> all right enter into the drawing that all being said thank you mr LaRue Thank for you. being here with me today. 
and with all of us. And uh, we thank you guys for being with us today as well. Make today a phenomenal day and remember to be phenomenal because you are worth the work. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you.